Welcome to the Church Solutions Podcast, brought to you by JSL Solutions. The Church Solutions Podcast is designed to help equip you and your church in the use of technology and other tools and services. And now, here are your hosts, Steve Lacey and Phil Thompson. Hello and welcome to the Church Solutions Podcast. Hi, I'm Steve Lacey. And my name is Phil Thompson. Thank you for being with us today on another podcast edition. This is episode number, I don't know, I think it's 14 or 15. We lost track. But we want to uh, welcome you and we want to encourage you if you, whatever, wherever it is you're listening to this, uh, if you get around to it, go over to iTunes and check us out on iTunes. You can subscribe to this podcast. It's Church Solutions Podcast and give us a review and give us a rating. We'd love to hear from you. Yeah, sounds like, yeah, dude, please do. So Steve, what are we going to talk about today? Today we're going to be talking about increasing your giving. Increasing your giving uh, for your church, for your ministry, for your nonprofit organization. Now, let me just say this, and I kind of give this little spiel every time, but uh, we're probably one of the few tech companies out there that uh, you know we're, we're targeting churches, we work with ministries, and the reason we do that is because we are ourselves involved in churches and ministries. We have a heart for churches, and so uh, we are tech-related. We do streaming video, we do mobile apps, we do interactive websites, church management tools. Uh, so you might be saying, well, you know, what qualifies you guys to uh, talk about how to increase the giving at your church? Why are we doing this, Steve? Well, we, as you mentioned, we're very. I, we have some experiences. We've uh, <laughs> we've served in leadership, and we've made some mistakes, and we've had some successes. So we're just going to share from our heart what uh, some principles that have worked for us, and just sharing them with our uh, church audience. Well, and and you've been on. You've been for many many years involved in leadership, especially financial boards of your church. Uh, I've been an executive pastor off and on for years, as well as a senior pastor. And so uh, we do have uh, really a lot of experience. And especially when it comes to, to, to money, money is a, you know, as I don't have to tell anybody listening that it's a sensitive area. Uh, but it's something that's necessary for churches because uh, every church I talk to, we're always trying to do something a little bit more. We're trying to, you know, get to the next level in our ministry. We're trying to help more people do more things. And that does require money. Right, exactly. And and so uh, there are some really helpful things here we can use. Some tips we're going to share today about how you can uh, maybe, especially as we head into the fall season here, maybe you can get things off to a good start, increasing the giving right. at summer's, your Summer's typically a slump for giving. As families go on vacation and uh, you know, our attendance may drop, and so your giving will often drop off in the summer. So we're heading out of that and getting into the beginning of the, the fall season, and so we've got some some ideas and some you know just some fun yeah. facts about about giving. And we've used these before, and and they do work. So what's the first uh, little tidbit we want to pass on here? So uh, the first one we have on our list is people give when they trust the leadership. People give when they trust the leadership. So uh, study after study has proven that when it comes to giving, uh, people give to what they believe in. Right. It's really what it is. In fact, I'll say this probably several times. People aren't really motivated to give to a need. 
they're giving to vision, they're giving to something they really believe and they have passion for. Right. And one of the things that's that's interesting is that as you get a new member, one, you know, one of the, the last things to come with that new member right. is giving. And as you're getting ready to lose a member, the first thing to go is yep. their giving. So, yep. um, I mean, you can really tell what people are thinking and you know the whole giving level is really a um kind of a spiritual measure of the the spiritual maturity of your church so if you're struggling in this area a lot of these things we talk about some of them are very practical kind of tactical things but the you know the, the end goal is to kind of raise the the spiritual maturity of level of your congregation and just one of the natural acts of that will be an increased set of giving. Yeah. And so when we talk about leadership here uh, and you, and you, you hit it right on, I mean, money's the, the last to come and the first to go. Uh, but one of the things when it comes to leadership, you know, they've got to, there's got to be, so if you're a senior pastor listening or one of the pastors or even somebody that's involved, maybe as a volunteer, but you're on your leadership team, it's real important to connect with your people and to build trust. And, and as you build trust, people will, will begin to buy into the vision and the purpose of the church. We're going to talk about vision in a moment. But, uh, and, and really, and, and a lot of pastors have a problem with this, but as, as the lead pastor, you, you, you need not to be afraid to ask people to give. Uh, if you're hesitant to do that, they're going to, and again, I know there's abuse, and we can go on and on about this, and everybody knows there's been abuse in giving, and we don't have to belabor that point. But as as you're leading your church, uh, as your leaders are leading, you know, it's it's nothing wrong with asking people to give. Right. There's one of the things that that correlates with this trust is you know, I listen to some other podcasts, and they talk about the sales process, and the very first component of a sales process is establishing trust because people aren't going to buy from you unless they trust you Mm -hmm. and people aren't going to give to your ministry unless they they trust you so it's it's the very first thing that you need to establish and so yeah and the leadership of the church has to establish that trust and so you know a lot of these things we're going to talk about here i mean they are going to take a little bit of effort in, in some instances uh, you know, it's one thing just to put a blurb in the bulletin, say, you know, whatever, but, but to really cultivate a, 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 a culture of giving in your church, you're going to have to put a little bit of effort into some of these things. And building relationships and building trust is something that yeah. has to happen. So if that trust is broken, then yeah. the, your, your contributions will definitely reflect yep. that. And that, that happens. We've seen that in lots of cases. So the yeah. second thing. So the second thing is, has to do with vision. So uh, when people give to a vision that they have caught or they bought into, um, and they yeah. don't typically, as you mentioned earlier, give when, when there's a need. So there's, uh, you know, people are motivated by the, the vision, the bigger picture, the right. um, you know, where we're going to be mm-hmm. and how I can help get us there. Yeah. A uh, little little side note, you know, we we've got all sorts of colleges in America today and universities, and and the ones that seem to do the best when it comes to receiving large endowments are these I, Ivy League schools, and they're the ones that you might think don't need the money, but people give to them because there's a vision. They they're very good at putting their their purpose out, their vision out of training young people, and, and that's one of the reasons why they have success when it comes to to raising money. So people 
need to have a vision. They need to see the vision. They need to see the passion in the other leaders. Right. And they need to uh, see how that works out. And that will be contagious with them, and they can catch the passion and act on it through giving. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, the third thing that we want to point out here is we help is, you know, hopefully we can help you with your churches, increase your giving. The third thing is people give to experience just the pleasure, the joy of generosity. I mean, it's a it's a nice feeling right. and it's a good feeling and it's a biblical feeling. Right. It's much better to give than to receive something along those lines. Well, well it really is. And it, I mean, it, it's the generosity, you know, uh, uh, you know, we, we talk about character you know a lot uh, hopefully we do and and uh, hopefully churches do and, and part of character is is you know we want to god is a giving god and and so as we give uh we experience character development and we also you know there, there's something exciting about giving to something All right there's nothing i don't think any more rewarding than being able to give and help right. you know, someone out or help an organization out and see that um you know right. the fruit of your your generosity right and, and again, we're not talking about, you know, one of the things we're not going to talk about today is, is guilt, I mean, you know, manipulation. I mean, there's too much of that going on around today. And, and guilt manipulation might work for some people. It might work on some people. But it's not going to give you the overall benefit. Right. And it's just it's not a good be, thing to do anyhow. It's, 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 it's going to be a temporary thing at best yeah. if you're able to guilt someone because they'll, they'll walk away from, oh, my gosh, I, I feel terrible about it. I felt terrible, so I gave, and now I don't. You know. Right, it's 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 just guilt's the gift of guilt is a gift that keeps on giving, and, and but it's going to have a negative effect on your people and you and your church, and and in the long run, it it, it just kills what you're trying to do. Right. So you got to go the opposite direction with that, uh, and 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 when people experience, and, and you know, testimonials are really good for this stuff. I don't know if I've got it in these notes here somewhere, but. But when people are inspired to give, if you can grab some testimonials, some legitimate things, not for manipulation purposes, but to say, hey, my life was changed because I started to, I saw this need and I started to give and I saw results. And, and you know, those kind of testimonials can be very helpful to other people to see there really is a valid thing when it comes to giving. Right. Generosity is a positive thing. So speaking of inspiration, uh, again, testimonials are important if you can... Uh, you know, grab some people that would be willing to share how giving has helped their life. Uh, again, we're not into, I mean, there's, we have lots of different ideas out there on giving, but the overall purpose of it is, is not selfish, but to uh, help others and to inspire others. And, and, and so people give when they're inspired, right. not when they're manipulated. Right. And that's, uh, that kind of ties into the, um, the vision piece of it, because I see the vision and then they feel inspired to um, participate in that. Right. So, so inspiration or being inspired is another key element that you're going to want to yeah. uh, make sure that you yeah. contribute to. And these things take some effort. I mean, again, this is, takes effort a lot on the leadership team part. Uh, your pastor and other people involved in leadership, you know, it takes some effort to begin to cultivate this stuff and, and begin to share it, uh, you know, in some cases from the pulpit and in other, other areas, small groups, other meetings that you might be having. Those kind of things. So as we move on here, as we, we try to again try to encourage you, our Steve and I, our heart is to, you know, help churches uh, in every area. One of those is, is the area of giving. People give when they get involved. Uh, it's really where when people, uh, you know, when you develop 
teams at your church for volunteers. We've talked about teams here in our other podcast. When, when people get connected, when they begin to, to help out, uh, they begin to make friends, uh, you know, they keep coming to your services, they give financially, uh, they leave their mobile phones on and their <laughs> ringers go on. When people begin to make friends, that's, that encourages people to give. Uh, I've, I've worked with lots of people in different departments of, of a church, different ministry areas of a church, and uh, they saw a need. You know, let's just take, we're a tech business, so let's talk about tech. You know, we, we uh, at my church, somebody saw the need for an additional projector. We, we actually needed two projectors for our services. Somebody on our tech team saw that need. We didn't have the budget for it. But they were involved, they got connected, they were already serving on the tech team. They said, you know what, I want to make a special gift uh, to the church so that we can buy an additional projector so for our services. That person did that. And again, they, they got involved. They got involved in the ministry. And because of that, they, they gave a special gift to help out in that area. So I want to encourage you to, uh, again, uh, you're going to have to work to develop uh, maybe some teams, some volunteers, but if you put some effort in that stuff, you'll see not only uh, uh, satisfaction where you get some extra help in areas of ministry, but people will begin to give to that area of ministry. And they like it. And, and, and we really, I don't have this on the list that Steve and I have compiled here, but, you know, people, not only should people give on a regular basis, you know, some churches teach tithing. I think that's a good thing. But also there are other areas that people get excited about and, and they may give to that area uh, outside of their tithe. Uh, I was talking, you know, about uh, you know special gifts that people get when they get involved in different ministries. All right. They, they a lot of times will see a, a specific need in that area and in that department, and and they'll decide to give. They yeah, something that they that relates to them. Right. You're talking about yeah. so mm-hmm. maybe send a kid to youth kid kid to youth camp. Maybe right. they became a Christian through youth camp, and so there's a a special bond that's created with yeah. different. Um, different areas. Right. So moving on to number six in our little uh, notes here. We probably ought to publish these notes, Steve. I'll need to probably put that on the web. Oh, but, okay. Uh, number six. So people give when we ask them to give. People give when we ask them to give. And again, we kind of touched on that earlier. Um, I have a friend of mine. Well, actually, you know Jeff very well. He's, he's your senior pastor, and I work with Jeff for a long time. And Jeff said, you know, it's interesting when I ask people to do me a favor, uh, they become my friend. And, and again, it's not a manipulation thing per se. It's just that when you ask people to get involved and do something, uh, more happens than just their service. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and Jeff was always good to point out, you know, I, I, if I want to make friends, sometimes all I have to do is ask them to help me move. <laughs> and, and somebody says yes, and all of a sudden we begin to become friends. We connect and we find out we have things in common and, and, and friendship happens. And uh, uh, again, it's the same way when it comes to giving. We can't be shy to ask people, hey, you know what? We have a need in this area. You know, would you consider giving? Right. And, and I'm talking or, probably more f- general announcements. I, I'm not really necessarily talking about you You confront somebody. Although there may be somebody that God puts on your heart that maybe you need to talk to them about yeah. something. I mean, it's not necessarily wrong if you do it in the proper manner. Right. And as we, we talked about earlier, I mean, giving is a is a spiritual discipline yeah. and so it may not be that we asking them to give because we need we have a need 
but you want you want to ask people to give so that they can, you know, it's kind of like saying, I'd like you to work out so that you can be healthier and right. happier and that sort of thing. So it, it kind of falls into that same kind of deal. You want to ask people to give so they can experience the ability, you know, the, the joy of being generous mm-hmm. and uh, the joy of being obedient and that, that you know, as we, we haven't talked about a lot here, but there's, you know, God's going to overwhelm your couple overflow if you, you know, to have the right heart and give cheerfully. And, so. and that brings up another point here, and that is uh, if you want people, if you want your church to be a giving church, if you want to increase giving in your church, if you want to increase the donations in your organization, one of the things I have found that's very necessary is we really do need, as leaders, we need to teach the principles of stewardship, the principles of, uh, of, uh, of management. In fact, uh, you know, Dave Ramsey is a good example. Oh, he's a good example. It's, it's, and what, we're, what you're talking about there is a lot of people uh, take on this uh, attitude of, well, that's my money. I've earned that money, and so therefore it's mine, and I'm not just going to give it away. But the, in reality, you're just a steward of the money that, that you know, God has provided for you. You're just, you're just the manager of that money. So you need to kind of take an attitude of, how do I best manage that money? Mm-hmm. Um, and giving is a, a, a part of that. You know, God commands us to give the tithe, to take a 10% of what, you know, what is given. And that's just a spiritual discipline. It's a, a, a sign of a mature manager. Yeah. And so... And, and uh, I use Dave Ramsey as an example, but there's other ones that teach it out there too. And and, and that is that would be the point where um, we also need to help people learn how to manage their money. And so you know, and, and that's one of the things I know Jeff has talked about at Alive, and and I've talked about it at different churches I've been at. Is okay, we want people to give for lots of positive reasons, but also you know, if they if they don't manage their their wallet. If they're not taking care of their checkbook, they're not going to be able to give anyhow. Right. And if they do give, then you know, there's all sorts of things are way out of balance. So people need to be, I mean, people need to get a grip on their credit cards. They need to get a grip on, you well, know, I, yeah. spending right. their as, money. As Dave Ramsey also talks about, um, it's, you know, you're, you're, you're to take the first fruits and give those to right. the church. And so... Uh, there's never uh, you don't give out of your excess. You give out right. of your you know what you know what has been and so those are things you need to teach your congregation and so that you can kind of raise their spiritual maturity to understand what you know the whole giving things about. Yeah. So moving on here as we as we continue to talk about how to help your church uh, prosper, I guess is a, is a word that we could use to help them increase in what they're doing. Uh, this kind of goes along with the next point, and that is we've got to make it, we've got to remove barriers for people to give. We've got to make it easier for people to give. Right. Uh, there's lots of different ways to do that, but if you're making people jump through hoops, uh, it's just, it's just you're going to restrict people's giving. Right. So uh, one of the tactical things that they're doing at our church that they started doing that, that made a big difference was they provided... Um, self-addressed postage paid envelopes that go with the bulletin that's handed out each week so that people are like, oh, I forgot my check, but they take this this envelope home with them, and it's just really easy to take that check, drop it in the envelope. It's already, The postage is already paid, and it's it's sent off. Mm-hmm. That's one avenue. Yeah. The other one that, you know, is 
provide the, a prominent location on your um, website so that you can accept donations online. So there's several right. ways to, to uh, do Before this. we go online, and, and online obviously is important, and I want to talk about that in a moment, but um, the other thing, too, is uh, let's, let's get real practical here, okay? And, and as a pastor, I've found that this really helps, okay? So when, depending on what your church does, and some churches receive an offering, you know, at the end of the service, some of them the beginning, some of them in the middle. But whatever you're going to do, uh, and, and this is something we used to call as a staff, we used to say we need to give people what we call the two-minute warning. So if you're in leadership here and you're involved in your church some in some leadership capacity, when you're going to receive the offering, uh, give people a moment or two to be able to write their checks out, to be able to you know, pull their wallets out, to be able to get ready to give. Right. So we called it the two-minute warning. And so what we would do, and, and we still we do this at my church. I know we do it at, at, at where you're at because I was on staff there. And that is, you know, we may make a few announcements, but be, when we get up to make the announcements in the offering, we'll say, in just a moment, we're going to receive an offering. And depending on how you guys do it or how whatever church does it, you know, we, we actually encourage new people not to give until you know they feel comfortable in giving we we say that's a responsibility of the people who are you know who love the church and who are involved in church but uh, so we give people an opportunity okay we're going to give and then for, for maybe a minute or maybe two minutes i don't know we get we will talk about something else or something related and it gives people an opportunity quite frankly to to write a check we're right. to pull that out yeah. and, and it's, it's, a, it's a simple you know, nonsensical thing you can do. Yeah. But you'd be surprised how a lot of times, okay, we're going we're gonna to do the offering, you know, and boom, you know, the, the, the plate's being passed, and, and, and some people aren't ready. Right. And, and I still have people, believe it or not, even when we, my church, what we do, we go through that little process, and again, we don't tell people, hey, it's a two-minute warning. I don't think I do that. Maybe I've said that before. But, <laughs> but you know, I've still had people come back to me later and go, oh, here's, here's you know, where do I, where do I put my check, you mm -hmm. know? And so some people aren't really ready to give for whatever reason. So you want to create an opportunity and give them a little bit of time somehow to do that, whether it's making a few announcements, uh, whatever it is. And, and let me add something else to this, too. And this is not for everybody, but it's something you might want to consider doing. And that is maybe having a couple places in your in your room, in your facility, in your auditorium, in your worship center, whatever you call it, your sanctuary, maybe have a box or two somewhere on the wall where people on their way out can also give. Right. We do that. Uh, does Alive still do that? Yeah, we yeah. have one actually right by the door as you walk out yeah. of the building. So, so uh, you, if you miss the offering, you give people an opportunity. Okay, I've missed it, but I can still... And, and my church, we, we, not, we don't only ask people to, to give a check, but we also ask people to fill out their connection card and fill that in. I think Alive does that too. Right. You can put both in the, yeah. both by the way, boxes. Both, and by the way, while we have time here, we got a couple minutes here. Uh, it might be good if you don't have a connection card or some kind of a sheet where you can, you know, get people's email, get people's prayer requests, those kind of things. You might want to create one of those and then give people an opportunity to drop that in with their offering. It also makes newer people feel a little more comfortable. You know, if you're newer and you're not giving, and the plate comes around, you can drop your connection sheet in, your connection card in. Right. But again, I want to emphasize 
consider having another place to give in your church somewhere. We've got a lock on it, you know, so it's not like people are throwing it in their money in there and then it's just open to anybody who can take it. Uh, not that anybody in the church would steal anything, <laughs> but but we actually have it secure so that, you know, uh, the the ushers or the head, whatever the head person can, can get in there and get to it with a key. But consider doing that and it will increase your giving. Right. So another thing. Okay. So Steve, uh, we touched, you, you started to touch on an online giving. Uh, elaborate a little bit more about online giving. Well, uh, people are moving online and we, <laughs> just a few people, just a few people. <laughs> and a lot of people are, uh, are moving their commerce online. So they're really used to, uh, I know at, at, uh, our household, uh, Amazon is, and the brown truck that comes around has become a real friend of ours. Yeah. And, uh, so people are really used to giving online. So, so you, you, well, you meant the brown truck. So you guys are ordering stuff on Amazon or online right. somewhere. Yes, and then and then it's coming. And soon. then it gets yeah. delivered. So. I bought cereal online. Oh yeah, I do. I I bought cereal online. Yeah, we haven't done <laughs> that yet, but we've yeah we're buying stuff online. I bought socks online this yeah, morning because nice I realized. <laughs> Did they fit? Uh, no, I haven't. They haven't come yet. They haven't come They'll yet. be here did. tomorrow, I think. Okay. But right. uh, but the fact is, people are comfortable with. Giving online, so you need to create that avenue. Um, we've got uh, you know some stats here. We've got, we've got uh, a lot, of, them here. A lot yeah. of stats. The total number of internet users in the world is approaching two billion. Yeah, that's amazing. Uh, people, internet users. Uh, number of internet users in North America, two hundred sixty-six million. Yeah, this is I think a couple years old. This is yeah. from Barna. This is from the Barna Research Group, and they're pretty good. Yeah. Uh, so. Uh, yeah. North American population online, 77%. Yeah, and that's yeah, and it is just going yeah. nowhere but up from there. So people yeah. are people are accustomed to giving online. They're already and, online. Yes, they're already online. They're already doing shopping online. So um, yeah. creating a, an avenue to be able to contribute online or even possibly set up an automatic recurring thing so they don't have to think about it. So automatic, so you're talking about electronic... Uh, uh, like, yeah, electronic funds transfer yeah, kind yeah. of thing where Absolutely. you can go in and say, well, you can off, offer them the ability to contribute once or you can you can set it up so that, well, you know, I'm going to be coming to this church for a while. I'm going to give every week and I it can just go on autopilot for them. Now, we have people in my church that do have automatic, they work through PayPal and they, they have automatic monthly giving through right. PayPal. And, and that's probably going to, we'll get to that next question here in a moment because I know somebody's asking, well, what, what, resources can I use? What companies can I use for online? Let's get that out in just a moment. But let me also say this. Uh, my church, uh, you know, we set up, we set my church up with a mobile app a while back. And on that mobile app is the ability of lots of different features. It's actually from our company, Church App Live. So I'm shamelessly plugging us again, churchapplive.com. But uh, one of those features is donating online through the app. And, and we started to get a, a huge increase. I mean, well, I say huge. It was over a thousand bucks a month, wow. which is nothing to sneer at. Yeah, that you is. You know, people start giving online when they weren't giving anywhere else before that. Huh. So what I'm saying? So again, you can giving online can increase your donations, and uh, you know through a mobile app or through your website, and and that probably brings. We're about out of time, but that probably brings us to the next deal and that is well what should I use to give online and we just mentioned PayPal uh, there's lots of different companies yeah, there's out there dozens if not dozens of dozens right. of companies that are geared for 
that work with the churches. And uh, different people have their favorites. And I'm not thinking of any ones that jump right out at me, but right. if you just you just, Google... Yeah, just uh, go to the Book of yeah, Wisdom and Knowledge, Google. Google, and, yes, uh, and, and search for Church out. Online Giving System, and you'll get lots of results. Yeah. And they'll all integrate in with your website. And so um, it's just a matter of... They're all going to charge a certain fee, yes. a small fee for the contributions, but as merchants have found that accept credit cards, uh, it's worth the expense. It is. So I can tell you that from an ex- executive pastor perspective, it's worth it. It really is. You, you will increase your giving if you create avenues for people, and one of those is online. And you may have to pay a little portion of it, but uh, shop around because, you know, there's some, there's some differences and uh, you can get yourself a good deal. So, all right, all right, so we're out of time. So, folks, if we can help you in anything, uh, we, you know, we're a tech company, JSL Solutions, but we do streaming video, we do mobile apps, we do websites, and uh, we also do church consultations and consulting. So, because we're involved in church, church work is our heart. So, if, you, if we can help you in any way, support at streamingchurch.tv. That's support at streamingchurch.tv. I'm Phil Thompson. Hi, I'm Steve Lacey. You have yourself a great day. We will catch you next time on another edition of Church Solutions Podcast.